Hey guys, and welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through all of your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Andoni. I'm Sammy. I'm Lori. Put on your leather outfit and stay W-I-C-K-E-D, wicked, because today we're watching Descendants 2. Evie, Carlos, and Jay try to adjust to life in Oradon, but Mal becomes overwhelmed with pressure and returns to her roots, kind of literally because her hair turns back to purple. That's yes. true. Can you move the microphone a tiny bit closer, Lori? You seem you sound quiet tonight for some reason. It was unplugged. That explains the audio quality that I'm not going to work on fixing. <sighs> we could go through the whole thing all over again. No, actually, I can just reread this part. Mal, Evie, Carlos, and Jay try to adjust to life in Oradon, but Mal becomes overwhelmed with pressure and returns to her roots. Make the hair joke again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, literally, because her hair turns purple. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. I haven't seen this movie. Neither have I. I have not seen this movie. I think the commercial for this, or like the advertisements for this, is the first initiation that I had to Descendants as a series and i thought the idea was kind of stupid but now i'm on the podcast and i love it i'm a big fan of like crossover anything i think i'm a big fan without realizing it of like telling the villain story or like people associated with the villains all right this movie starts out and like mal is making up i guess they're all making poison apples or something and then they start chucking them at students while spelling wicked yeah they're like whipping them at their heads real hard yeah. I just, you can tell it was a dream sequence because no teen would be that excited about having an apple toss. Like all these teens were just like, gotta get that out. Like they were rolling them down the hallway and everybody was like fighting to try to get an apple. I was like, nobody's going to do that. I would lose my shit for a pink lady apple. Those are my favorite. Pink lady is pretty great. There's so much sugar in them though. Yeah, it was just a daydream. The kids aren't evil again, but they were spelling out wicked. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're... Because they haven't really been to school, so they didn't know how to spell. Oh, that's true. It's just a dream. It's like a stress dream, which I can relate to heavily. Mal, who's now very blonde, has just been like the press is hounding her. She's a very like Princess Di, like Kate Middleton. Yeah. What's the new one's name? Megan Malarkey. Sure. <laughs> You're full of malarkey. <laughs> Where it's just like whoever like the princess is, everybody's just like enamored yeah. with. I was gonna say yeah. Merkel, but isn't that the, the leader of the EU? <laughs> No, it's Markle. I know the recent one, it's uh, the ginger prince and his wife have been saying like, hey, you literally killed my mother by hounding her this badly. This is giving me really bad feelings. Please leave us the fuck alone. Yeah, seriously. Badass. That is intense. Yeah. Yeah, paparazzi are um, not a thing that I'm a fan of. Yeah, I would also have daydreams about going back to being evil if I were getting hounded by the press, I think. I have dreams about it all the time now, just being evil. <laughs> Because the press won't leave me alone. Um, so there's like a cotillion? Is it, that's like a southern kind of thing, isn't it? No, we've talked about this on another podcast. I learned about it on Gossip Girl. It's where the 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 young women get presented to society as able to be knocked up, I presume, is what the initial thing was. Not so much anymore, but it's still kind of icky. Well, yeah, so that definitely yeah, sounds I like a southern belle kind of thing. 
Yeah, but it's just rich people in general. Yeah, I think it's a rich people thing. I think it originated in France. I literally just Googled it. So that's <laughs> stated. I learned about it on Gossip Girl because Serena's mom didn't want her to go with Dan. So they found like a proper rich boy for her to go with instead. I remember reading about cotillions a lot growing up, but I also read a lot of like YA books. So it's it's in there. It it happens. I don't think it's specifically southern but i do think i can see where you're coming from but this is a cotillion for the prince i guess king. he's the king now he he became king in the last movie yeah it's, i think they got their order of operations incorrect <laughs> yeah their parent his parents are like do they just want to retire they're just like yeah we're done with this now wondering the same thing i was like what did they like go start another country what are they <laughs> How, why is he king? Is that how monarchy spreads? They just reproduce by budding. <laughs> <laughs> Spread like yeah, a plane. I think really they just want to go to like whatever Oridon's version of Palm Springs is and just like oh, chill probably. the fuck out. They're like, we've raised you. You're ba- are ba- they are they like immortal? I I was thinking that it's like a Harry Potter sort of thing where they're not immortal, but they also live a lot longer than like humans. We talked about this in the first one because there was like some kind of line in the beginning of the first one, which I didn't bother to rewind to listen to. She either says, I'm just a regular mortal or I'm just immortal. Or maybe the princess. I don't know. When they were like talking about like nobody uses magic anymore, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, like the fairy godmother like regressed in age. Like she got younger. Maybe she, it seems like she has like special different powers. It seems like she's like the caretaker of like their stories and the history and everything. So maybe there's a different. Are you talking about like from Cinderella, the cartoon movie? Yeah. Yeah. So Mal, Mal, whatever, um, she's going to be presented at this cotillion and it's a huge deal. And so in order to prepare for it, she's like using her spell books to read, read, I don't know, instruction manuals. I don't know. I think know. she was studying for class because she's got a lot going on. They have to like go through, go on all these official political visits to like Jasmine and okay. Aladdin and she still has school and yeah, I guess that makes trying sense. to make time for her relationship. But Evie har- judges her hardcore because like I guess Ben it was not in approval of magic being used in Oridon. Evie's like, Ben wouldn't like this. And I I don't understand if the fairy god well fairy godmother put her wand in like a museum right so she's not using magic either right i think it's more just the fact that mal's not using er, mal's not telling him that he's using that she's using magic like she's just lying to him yeah i I knew she was lying to him but i was just like i it doesn't make sense to me that magic isn't used in oridon when there's like so many magical beings but he just seemed like he just seemed against magic altogether i guess he came around well, because it's like even alert, but... when she gives him like the food and stuff, like it seems like he's upset at first, but it does seem like it's more. No, I love peanut butter and jelly. Like you're good when you actually like do stuff. Yeah. I don't think she ever uses her magic when she's feeling chill and confident. Which she's not feeling in this movie. No. She's no. freaking she's, out. She's got some imposter syndrome. I mean, she's had a really, really traumatic. Six months is what she said. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. So not only is she like, She's only six months deep in this relationship, which is not that long. To be engaged, to be engaged. To be engaged, to be engaged. Yeah, like all the other people in Oridon are basically telling her this is preparing for 
getting married essentially and she's like what 15 that's a lot and then on top of that her mom's a lizard now and on top of that she like she's been good for like six months she's spent her whole life being evil so i would be panicking too also for some reason her hair's blonde now well because she spelled it that way I don't, her hair was sick when it was purple i loved though like I, it's like far in the future but she ends up going to like this girl who does her hair and she's like this washed out blonde look isn't working for you i can't tell where your hair begins and your head stops <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> and then i like looked at it and I'm like you're kind of right it is very like skin so she's, it was so it's true. like an overexposed photograph since the cotillion's coming up i totally thought the same thing here that you did sammy carlos like stops jay to ask him for advice, but I really thought that he was going to ask Jay the cotillion, but he wants to ask Jane, the fairy godmother's daughter. Well, and there's another part where Evie and Mal are singing together, and there's a moment where I'm just like, kiss, just kiss. No, I love that that was just like a, like, you know, women supporting each other thing. Yeah, I like that also, but there was a part where they were singing about how much they love each other, and their faces were very close to each other. That's true. I thought in the first movie that Carlos was kind of queer-coded, so yeah like this this movie when he like stops to ask jay about asking people to cotillion i was like oh my god are they actually gonna do it but then also i was like i feel like i would have heard about this if a decom actually put a gay yeah. character in i just remember in the first movie there was the line where carlos was like i've been rubbing dudes tummy this whole time oh yeah <laughs> that... I was like, oh okay i feel like that's one of the ones where they were just kind of like kenny ortega or whoever like i, I doubt he wrote this one where they're just like We'll just we'll just let the let the queer kids feel like they're kind of represented even though we can't say it yeah i like it's definitely disney harnessing in the the queerness yeah as opposed to like the people writing it or the people playing it but i i guess that's probably why they threw in that like jane subplot here with carlos because like, he was he was very queer coded in the first one they and didn't I, have good just let it happen either. They did not. They, like, they were hardcore, like, good friends. Yeah. Like, it, mean, it was so clear to me. Among Us did not go to a school dance with a gay friend multiple times. I mean, I guess I was the oh. gay friend. <laughs> okay, it was just me. Was I like, mean, I went to I went to prom with my, my girlfriend. Oh, my God. So I went to prom as a freshman with my friend, and I'm wondering if she asked me because she, like, I wasn't even out then. I wonder if she asked me because she was like, oh, it's my gay friend. Well, no, I never went because it was gay friends. It was just like friends of mine who were guys. So it like it was just kind of like who I was hanging out with. It wasn't, I'm sure for her it was the same where she was just like, oh, we'll go. Jane and Carlos seemed like just good friends yeah. to me. Yeah. And it was just, it was very clear. So, it was very like, like forced chemistry where they're like really had to like make themselves hold hands and stuff to be like, we're dating. And it was like, mm, no. Yeah. I didn't care for it. No. But yes, I definitely thought he was going to ask Jay to the dance and I was so on board. I would have loved really that. Cute couple. That would have been an adorable couple. Ben ended up getting Mal a purple moped, and it was very, very cute. And it seemed really random, so it was definitely one of those like, this is this has to get used later, right? But it also kind of seemed like a Disney like, oh, we're gonna be able to sell Mal dolls with little mopeds now as accessories. That, that's such a good point. I didn't even think about it. I thought it was him like trying to let her know without words because they're teenagers and they can't communicate properly. Like. Hey, I know this is still you inside because purple's evil in this movie, obviously. Moped just seemed like such a random gift since we've only seen them like at this one castle. Like she's not yeah. she driving it. <laughs> she's driving around the school like she does. Yeah. There's a fencing class. Which was confusing because there was like eight people fencing 
all of each I other. I loved it though. The it was I mean, yeah, the the fencing match or whatever. What's what's the word when you when you fence against somebody? Match. Like a spar. Duel? Spar, sparring sparring uh made no sense. <laughs> I I thought they were going to introduce another brand new sport like they did in the first movie. I was like, "Oh, maybe this will be a thing in all the movies. They make a new sport each time." And I was all right with it. Um in this fencing match, we wind up like I guess there's like eight, you like Andoni said there were like eight people all fencing together and then at the end they were just the two and it was Jay and another masked fencer Ooh. and of course like Jay has to rip his mask off which makes no sense you're still sparring like, are his biceps exposed because they always are it's like he can't he couldn't get through <laughs> that like twilight thing where they're like no keep your shirt on he's like compromised <laughs> <laughs> Um, I knew right away that it was definitely a girl who was masked because, of course, she's same masked. Was that supposed to be Mulan's daughter? Yeah, yeah, it's Lonnie. Lonnie. It, she was in the first one too. She was the one who made the cookies with them. Um, at the end of the fencing match, Carlos tries to ask Jane out, and she's like, "Yeah, we're great friends." And it was she's a sentence finisher, which I'm not a fan of. Because he's like trying to say something, and she's like, "He's like, would you want to?" And she's like, "Skip the thing altogether, absolutely." I feel like it's okay for her as like a girl, like if she's not interested in him, it's like they can still be friends and pretend like he wasn't going to ask her out if he doesn't let her or if she doesn't let him say it, then it never. Yep. But then like, apparently she wanted him to ask her out. Like at the end, she was like, oh, good, because I'm really into you. Yeah. Maybe at the po- that point, though, she was trying to be like authoritative so they would like let her on the team. Wait, what? Like I think the guys. No, 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 that was Lonnie who wanted to be on the team. Jane had oh, no. Oh, okay. I'm mixing up characters now. I didn't really yeah. see on to not fence. Yeah. I agree with you guys completely. I honestly would have preferred <laughs> to match up with Carlos and Lonnie than Carlos and Jane. That could have been better. I think Jay and Lonnie made more sense, but, you know, I guess Carlos asked Mal to make him a truth gummy so that he would have to tell Jane how he feels, which is stupid it seems like he doesn't want to actually ask her out but they need a way to get the dog to start talking so yeah they had to this movie would not have worked without the talking dog not usually a fan of talking animals i was a fan of this dog i was too he was funny so dude the dog eats the gummy because mal's like just holding it out in front of his face it was a straight up fruit gusher also it looked like they had literally just opened up a box of fruit gushers yo gushers in theory sound great but then when you start eating them they're like too sweet they stick to your teeth no they're not they're perfect no and then they're always all stuck together in the bag no they're one of the most perfect snacks you can like bite into them and then just like suckle out the the gush i like I also like suckling out the gush. And also I like it when they're all stuck in the bag because it's like one big gusher at that point. And then point. you can pull them and it's really satisfying. No, yeah, I want is. them to be separate. And also like the inside of the bag is the worst because separate it's like Separate but this... equal, Andoni, is that what you're saying? <laughs> wow, I like Andoni, my snacks. I, realize. <laughs> <laughs> I like my snacks in discrete portions. Thank you very much. I don't want this, because I'll eat the whole thing and I'm like, well, that counts as one. Better go get another fucking pack. What happened? The dog talks. The dog talks. The dog talks. And then, and then they cut over to the the aisle of the evil evil aisle or whatever. I feel like they could have come up with a better name than the aisle. <laughs> it's just the aisle. aisle. And we get a nice, fun little song with. Um, we get exactly what I of, asked for in the last movie, which was the son of Captain Hook, mm-hmm. whose name is Harry, and oh, yeah. the, <laughs> such an unfortunate name. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> And this, and the daughter of Ursula, whose name is Uma, not Uma Thurman, but 
still Uma. Okay, I forgot Uma Thurman was a thing, and I forgot that Uma was an actual name, because I was just like, this is the stupidest name. They probably named her after Uma Thurman. Probably. They were like, we need another U name. Uh, 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 Uma. Okay. They could have named her Ella or Earl. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe Uli? That's too German sounding, though. Earl. Earl. Who did Ursula mate with to create? I don't know. Oh, well, I guess she had the she had, she had the seashell necklace at the end, so I guess the mom gave her the same spell. But whose voice did she steal? What the fuck was happening? I there? think the necklace is what gave her legs, because yeah, but because that's like, what it was in the Little Mermaid movie. Like the necklace gave yeah, her but, voice and, and legs. No, in the Little Mermaid, she took her voice so that she could have legs. No, no, I'm talking about Ursula, because like when they smash the shell, she loses Ariel's voice, and then I oh, know. I guess she like makes her legs come back who knows i can't remember the little mermaids right now i feel like the meme of that woman where there's just like numbers in front of her face <laughs> and, like, and i'm just like i am still stuck on the like i don't know i i am just really struggling with the fact that all of these villains had like like asexually reproduced I'm, like, that's what i said monarchy it, spreads through budding same with villainy <laughs> maybe they all just like bone each other Maybe, but then are they all related? I like, mean, none of them are dating each other, so. Ugh. It'll be, it's like in Sweden, <laughs> I think it is, where they have a registry when they get married so they can make sure they're not married because it's like a, such a small dating pool. I think it's, they have to make sure that they're not It's one of the islands. Married. I think it's Iceland or Greenland. I think it's Sweden, which is also an island. No, it's not. It's part of a peninsula. Okay. It's like <laughs> basically an island. <laughs> It's three quarters of an island. Thank you. I don't know if you're on my side. That was really good, actually. (laughs) Three quarters of an island. I can't tell whose side you're on, Sandy, but thank you. She's on nobody's side. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so we also had the son of Gaston, whose name we don't know. Yeah, we never get his name. Uh, He's just like the dopey kid. Like he might as well have been the son of Dopey. No, he should have been (laughs) the son of um. Oh, he's the one who like narks on him. Yeah. Okay. Is LeFou then um, Gaston's little minion's name? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. should have been his son. Man, does that mean Gaston's like somewhere and Belle's still like at Ordon? Do you think she has him? Yeah, as well, a they, they made a reference to it in the fight at the end. Belle is Ben's mom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Belle is Ben's mom. And he says something like, My dad says hi to your mom. And I hope your dad dies. <laughs> and I hope your dad dies. Or something. Yeah, it was something like that. She ends up doing, she being Mal. <laughs> does a picnic for Ben and then he's like all excited that she somehow found time to like make all of this food and he seems like shocked that she actually had time because it's all of his favorite food and then it turns out that she had magicked it because like her book falls out. Yeah, he finds her spell book and she tries to use magic to make him forget it and then he flips out on her. Yeah, like, that you- part. I was just like, okay, he could be a little bit cranky with you before but then when you're like forget everything. That was the entire plot of a season of Buffy. Like, we don't do that. Well, she also did it to him in the first movie and then like it wore off when he jumped into the enchanted lake but then he wasn't mad about it then because yeah, he like, he's... knew i think he wanted an excuse to leave his original girlfriend oh yeah she sucked i'm glad she wasn't in this movie either smell too many chances i think he's like, really I... pretty and he's he is... a teenager he is really pretty and like i i just don't something about his face i don't maybe it's his nose no i was saying mal is very pretty oh. and he is a teenager yes i agree I just think she's done. She has done a lot of shitty things to him, and like she's presented as the hero of these movies, and like she never gets any comeuppance for well, it. Well, it's because good and evil is not a black and white. 
Yeah, and the first one she like super gaslights fairy godmother's daughter. In this one, she like tries to spell that dude like right to his face, and then runs away and puts her entire island in jeopardy. She's so manipulative in the first one. Malmanipulative. Malmanipulative. <laughs> Malnutritious. But she's not the hero. Um, she's the redeemed character. She's not though. Like she doesn't. Um, she apologizes for the wrong stuff. Like in the first one, she's like, "I guess we do belong here." I'm sorry, I doubted myself. Like, no, that's not the bad thing. But she also saves the day. She saves everyone in the first one. Yeah, the, she saves the day that she like kind of set up by gaslighting the other character the whole movie to make her feel like she needed the magic wand to be pretty. That's true. I just feel like there's never any consequences for her bad behavior or like acknowledgement of it. Even. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess she like, feels bad about herself. So the writers thought that she was does. Enough. I think she's. I think she's like, you know, I felt really bad, so I did it. It's not like, oh, I felt really bad, but that's not an excuse. So she she tries to spell Ben into forgetting that he ever saw the spell book. And then she just freaks out. And she's like, well, I just don't feel like I even belong here. And makes him feel bad for, yeah. like, how she's feeling when, it, like, she's the one who fucked up here. And, like, I get that, I get that her feelings are real, but you don't get to push it back on other people yeah she's the type of person who would like apologize for her own sake not to genuinely like show remorse well obviously because they're teenagers again this is like such a theme with decoms teenagers can't communicate oh my god oh my god i can't believe that (laughs) we signed up for this she she like doesn't communicate to him like hey i'm feeling overwhelmed and these expectations that i'm getting not necessarily from you but from anyone are a little uh ridiculous they all need therapy i need therapy yeah like I need therapy. That took um, a bummer turn. What happened next <laughs> in the movie? We all need therapy. Oh, oh! Did you guys get the uh, High School Musical reference when they were all like, "We're all in this together"? No. no. Oh my god! So when they're at the arguing at the picnic, <laughs> I think Ben was like, "I thought we were in this together," and she was like, "We are all in this together, Ben." <laughs> like, I did not notice that at all. <laughs> which is which is strange because. When I hear that line, anywhere in life, it's so triggering. <laughs> <laughs> so triggering. <laughs> That's why I put it in the notes. Um, so You're giving me some so mom Mal, flashbacks. <laughs> so then Mal runs back to her room, grabs her mom, and scooters off. Her to mom's the a lizard, also. If we haven't, her mom's a very small little. I was so confused because she just like violently stabs a box a few times. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, oh, you're putting the lizard in there. That box is way too small. Also, what happens to her mom? Ooh, third movie. We yeah, we never see what happens. She takes her mom back. To, does she bring her back when she goes back to Oregon? I like the knot though, know. where they're like, we can't have Kristen Chenoweth in this movie again because we spent all of our mud- budget later on for the dragon fight. We need to nod to her the fact that she exists. Quick, show this little lizard friend. Yeah, honestly, that dragon fight. I was like, they spent all their budget on the costumes and couldn't use it on the scene. That dragon fight Fair. was way better than the one in the first movie. But also, like, it got weird when they added real people, i.e. Ben, into the scene. Well, because it was funny. We'll get to it. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I have specific choreography qualms with... I thought thought you were going to say you have specific choreography for your... Are we doing a dance? Because I thought thought you were going to, like, interpretive dance how you felt about (laughs) the scene. Just arm wiggles for... Which I feel is not the best medium for a podcast, but... Nobody's tried it before. Yeah, this could be what gets us going. Right when we have one episode left after this. No, we have several. Do we? We have like four. Uh, You really get us going now. Ben blames himself for her running away because 
I don't think it's right because even as she's running away, he tries to like be like, no, I like the peanut butter and jelly you actually made. Like that would have been enough, but she's ran off already. Everybody's basically going to come with her to the bad world. I think it's because maybe they think they can convince her to not go to the aisle. Yeah. Well, and also like safety in numbers, Evie says. Well, so she goes off on her own, but Ben's like, I'm going to go get her back. And Evie's like, you're not going back without me. And I'm not going back without the boys. So they all just kind of team up. But then Evie promise that she won't get stuck there which i don't think is his place to promise like it's a risk that could happen i put that in the notes because i typed the notes while i watch i thought like that was going to to happen be more of a plot point yeah i thought i thought like she was going to get stuck there and it was going to be like oh no but i kind it- of like that it really established because like for carlos we saw he like definitely want to get one didn't want to go back there and then jafar's son jay and she's like really good at sports and like has his place and stuff like she has her fashion design and stuff but she hadn't really stood alone as definitely not wanting to go back so i'm glad that they kind of made it very clear that she was very very much because her mom was the one that seemed like she was the proudest of evie even though i think Mm -hmm. it was from her own narcissism yeah they had not to say it was a healthy relationship but they had the healthiest relationship of all the children um mal goes like her first her first order of business when she gets to the aisle is to go fix her hair situation so she goes into the salon called curl up and die and i swear to god that is the name of the sequel to my favorite decom curl it up it was like the halloween episode wasn't it they did like a yes it was so good so i love that they threw that reference in there i haven't seen that one but curl it up is definitely my favorite decom yeah it's so good you should watch curl up and die why haven't we done curl up and die did we just skip it what happened maybe we can do it i think it'll come up like next april or something april sounds about right okay weird timing because it's spooky but whatever that is also a great name for a salon though i love it oh it's so good and the little girl was so cute i think she was like one of the wicked stepmother's daughter's daughters granddaughter yeah she's she's drizilla's daughter what are their names drizilla and what how much older is drizilla than cinderella because cinderella is cinderella in the good place i mean she's got to be but like i feel like her being a grandma is like maybe i guess she was like just enough older well no she's the wicked stepmother she's the wicked stepmother's granddaughter okay i thought it was the wicked stepsister no she's the stepsister's daughter yeah the stepmother's granddaughter she also plays a little sister in um the P.S. I love you or to all the boys I've ever loved before. Not oh, she does. Yeah. yeah. I loved her outfit with the puffy sleeves and the paint splatters. I loved her cute little heels. Like they're, they're a little grown up for your age, but they were adorable. But also it was a really, 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 really big plot point in the first movie that Mal could do people's hair with her magic. It was like a very significant <laughs> Well, back on the island, magic doesn't work anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, but they should, um, like in Disney World, there's the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique where you can like go buy stuff. They should put this salon in there, like paint splatters and all. Oh my God. I would go in there. I mean, I wouldn't get my hair done because it'd probably be like $1,000 for a dye job. But You could buy like wigs. Harry, Harry comes and steals all the money from the salon. This is, it's not really important. The rest of the crew arrive on the aisle in their limo. And then they're like, quick, we have to cover the limo because people will realize that we're not evil. Uh, This is probably my favorite song in the movie. Uh, Ben's like, I can pretend to be evil. And Evie's like, "Mm, 
I'm going to show you a thing or two. And then she teaches him how to be evil in song form. Yeah, you got to slouch and drag your feet and don't say please or thanks and don't smile. Yeah, and then like the choreography is just like weird and slouchy and It's very Michael Jacksony. I love how he like knew how to dance in Oradon and then he went to the wicked place and he, I guess it's like different styles. It's not different styles of dancing though cuz he was doing like normal dancing in the other. I loved how doofy he was though. It was hilarious. Yeah, he was like he like he doesn't know how to be evil so he's like a step behind and finally he gets in the groove of whatever dance move that, and then like he looks up and they're like on a different dance move now and he's like, "Oh no." They bump into Gaston's kit because they all they're not wearing disguises or anything. No, well, well yeah. they, she he's wearing she leather, which is the ultimate a leather disguise. jacket. But I mean, like all of them, like they all know that like all of those kids are back in the other because there's like some Hunger Games shit where they all have seen them on TV and stuff. They know that they're yeah. good now. I'm sure that yeah. has spread. So like they're like, oh, Evie's here, and she's with this strange guy who's very like they didn't they could have worn false mustaches at least <laughs> at the very least. I mean. I don't know if it would have matched Evie's outfit, but... I don't know that they thought it out all that well. No. But um, Ben ends up getting kidnapped. Well, we're we're missing that, like, he talks to Mal because she's spray painting in their clubhouse. Oh, right, right, and, right, like, right, they right, have this right, whole right, conversation. Right, 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 right. She's like, I'm not good enough and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm sorry. I was, like, putting all this pressure on you. Yeah, it was very melodramatic. They're, like, yelling at each other. And he's like, I love you. Don't you love me? Melodramatic. Oh, you're just really knocking these out of the park. Yeah, Mal is just, like, uh, she just doesn't say anything. And I swear the camera just lingers on her face for, like, a full five minutes of her just not saying I love you back. Very melodramatic. Yeah, so Harry kidnaps Ben, and he's holding him ransom. And then basically Mal has to go get him alone. No cops, um, no wires, just her. And Uma and Mal then arm wrestle for Ben, which I love that that was how they, their conflict resolution because they're both just like soul as fuck. It was cool. Yeah, but also <laughs> so like Mal funny. is, she keeps on having these green eye flashes. I guess it's her evil coming out or whatever. I thought it was like her her spell like her magic coming out but i guess like she can't do magic on the island so i guess it is her i don't know i think so she we didn't she like spells her uh her scooter to get her across the water i think when she got through the barrier with that scooter i think she like the no magic thing and then that's gonna be like the plot of the next movie all right sure is that your theory that's my theory because how else would the scooter have kept on going when she got through the barrier wouldn't it just crash into the water they need to get the the magic wand, the fairy godmother wand, in oh, exchange for because Uma wins. And yeah, she she wins because she's through trickery, small. which I guess is. What I mean, expect. if you're in like an arm wrestle and somebody tries to distract you, you gotta like be in the moment. You it can't... was yeah, it was a she was just psyching her out. It wasn't like trick. I think that's all fair game. That's the thing. That's like when you when you have like a staring contest and you try to like get like, the other person to laugh or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just psyching them out. You're getting into their head. And that's what she did. I don't even remember what she said, but she said something. It got into her. Where she was about to Mal's lose, and she's slipped. like, "If I win, I get the wand." And she then Mal's like, "What?" Which, like, that was also on Mal for not establishing, like, why are you entering into this contest without knowing, yeah. like, all she was sets up for yeah. too Uma even asked her, she's like, don't you want to know what I get if I win? And Mal's like, no, I don't care. So they have to get the fairy godmother's wand. Um, and they come up with a clever ruse to 3D print the wand using Carlos's 3D printer back in Oridon. It was such a weird storyline that they, like, gave him this 3D printer. And that Chad <laughs> just kept on sneaking into their room to print stuff. You 
gonna print a flashlight. We all need <laughs> I guarantee that's gotta be it. Or maybe it was just a dildo. I think he was just trying to uh, 3D print like a sex doll of himself. Yeah. I don't know. It was such a weird subplot. I didn't really put that much of it in the notes because I was just saying it, it led nowhere. I feel like it would have been so easy for them to just like, you know, the museum sells replicas of the wand. Yeah. That, that would have been a lot easier, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, they have to break in. Well, they don't break into. They just go back to Oregon. <laughs> like it's it's a lot of back and forth here between the islands. What is the travel time? I mean, like maybe forty five minutes. They got that like speed train. <laughs> it's a limo. <laughs> <laughs> they print out the three the three D the three D wand and Chad's <laughs> what there for did, like, what if they just with a regular printer printed a two D <laughs> wand on some paper? <laughs> Tricked you, bitch. <laughs> so good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but back on the aisle Mal and Evie are having a heart to heart and this is the song that Lori loves and she's like no kid well they kind of so it was very I agree with you Andoni that I like that it was it, it portrayed an intimate relationship like non-romantic relationship it was just like they're best friends and they love each other very much and Mal's like I don't want to go back and Evie's like well I can't stay here and so they just sing about how they're going to be friends across the distance Yeah. Which is kind of counterproductive because, like, we know they're going to end up on the good aisle anyway. Yeah, so they... but, and also there's, like, no communication between the aisles anyways. They can't, I don't even think there's letter sending. But it's a it's a good song. Anyways, Uma and Ben, she's got them all tied up and they're chatting about their life. Like, ugh, she should have been Captain Hook's daughter because she's got her own pirate ship. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it made so much more sense for her to be Captain Hook's yeah, daughter. Yeah, give her a spooky cave if she's going to be Ursula's uh... daughter. Ooh, that'd be good. Oh, that'd be so good because they could make sick neon colored underwater decorations. That would have been so much better. That'd been so cool. Call Mr. Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Walt, can I speak with Walt's head, please? (laughs) Just give me his ghost. They're like, shit, nobody's actually asked for that before you crack the code. Here he is. Yeah, Uma and Ben chat about their lives. They're just like buddies now. I mean, like, he's trying so hard. Like, it feels a little manipulative, but also he's just such a good person. Uma Uma yells at him, basically, for only taking, like, four kids to the to Oridon. And, and Ben's like, well, my intent was to bring more people over if this succeeded. But I guess you're right. I really failed at that. And so, like, Ben at least realizes his mistake. Yeah, I, think I feel like just at got... the very least, like, this island is clearly like very impoverished what was it there was some like there was something that they were saying like oh we haven't had that in years or something like that for a very like basic need i can't remember what it was i mean i don't think people have like food and stuff well dizzy was asking what ice cream tastes like so rather than saying hey we can take you to this like great place we have built up like why not invest in the infrastructure in the aisle like he's just kind of like leaving all these kids to like actually starve and that's how evil people get made it's one thing to be like like pulling people out of there but like what are you doing for the people who are still there yeah he's like, like very like yeah. white nighty where he's like picking and choosing who to save while leaving the yeah squalor but yeah she's not having any of yeah. it and he didn't go through this plan i think he just got distracted by getting a girlfriend he's like well i've gotten everything i need out of this island well because the original thing is that he had a dream about people and then that's when he was like, oh, I need to, like, take them. I need to, like, give them a chance. But it was, like, a dream specifically about, like, Mal, basically. It was, like, cut from the first movie. But she's, like, very pretty. And he's like, ooh. I don't remember that yeah. at all. 
It was cut. Yeah. Like I read it in the like trivia. Oh, okay, gotcha. That that was which was weird because it was like that made it make sense why he was suddenly like, I want to send some kids from the bad place here. They just like cut it. It was the backstory. Oh. Mal shows up with the fake wand and she's like, All right, I've got your wand. Uma's like, give it to me. And she's like, Gimme Ben. They do the whole thing. It's song and time. Uma's like it's song time. All of the well, songs in this movie could have just been conversation. Well, because he's like <laughs> sing like talking at them. He's like, guys, can't there be another way? Don't you see? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ooh, please stop. Yeah, it's real bad. But also, Mal is rapping. It's not her fault. She's not great at it. <laughs> it's not her fault. Yeah. And Uma makes her like use the wand to prove that it's real. Okay. So now that I'm thinking about it, you can't use magic on the island, even if you have the fairy godmother's wand, right? Like maybe that's the loophole. Maybe it's like the super powerful. Maybe that's why maybe. they all want it. Oh, also, okay. why wouldn't the dog stop being able to talk once he crosses the he, barrier? He didn't stop talking. He starts so she she uses it as a like she she spells because it's not the real wand. It's an illusion. So it's an illusion. So she's like to prove that it's real. She says she like says a stupid fake spell to make the dog talk, and then she's like, "All right, dude, now talk." But he can already talk because he ate the truth. No, so that my, that's my question: is like, why didn't the magic on him stop working when he crossed the barrier? So did like I think now I'm wondering, did she actually break the magic barrier? Maybe because like Ursula and them have like the shell, like maybe like tokens and stuff work. So like maybe it's just like if no, the mirror didn't work in the first one. The magic mirror didn't work on the island. I don't think they thought about this very much. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> I I think yeah. I think his 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 state was altered elsewhere and then he was brought over. So yeah, rules of conservation of energy and magic. Also, that gush was pretty powerful. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, we're talking about gushes again. That was the food he ate. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. The spell was in the gush. Oh, stop that! This is the fight scene where at least I realized that Hook was wearing just holding a hook. Because it was definitely Lonnie comes in and they're fighting and she like knocks the hook off his hand. And I thought, oh shit, we're going to see like the nub of his hand. And then he just lifts his arm up and his hand is still attached. It's so cute. Yeah. Also, he doesn't have sleeves either because, you know, buff bad guys. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is, Andoni, that they run away. Oh. <laughs> through and a pipe. Through a pipe. A large and pipe. <laughs> Mal drops her spell book and leaves it behind, and the camera zooms in on it. So that's definitely not going to come up later. I really wish it hadn't come up, and they're just like, oh shit, she lost it. Now she can't do magic anymore. I was like, please don't make it more complicated than they need I to wish be it had. This movie was so long. I wish it had ended here. The fight scene was like 30 minutes long. So they get back to Aradon and Ben, like Mal is kind of dragged back along against her will because they don't really have an option. Like she just got in this big old tussle and she's like, I gotta get out of here. She's secretly pregnant and she found out while she was in the aisle. What? That would make sense. Secretly. (laughs) That means that they would have had sex, which doesn't exist in Disney movies. Are you saying that she's Uh, about to reproduce by budding? Yeah. (laughs) Her cells are dividing. Like, Look, they all exist, don't they? I don't make the rules. Anyway, so they get back and Ben asks if he want, if she uh, wants to cancel Cotillion or does not go. Of course, like Jane shows up with a million questions. They still don't get alone time. And Evie pulls her off to chat and Carlos is like, I've had enough of this shit. No more girl talk. They were, we're all we're all villains together. We're family. It's like, we're all girls here. Let's sit girls. down. Yeah, we're all girls. Everybody <laughs> sit. 
Just like a bunch of dogs. They all, they make an agreement basically that if Mal's like, seriously, I can't deal with the shit after Cotillion. Cause he's like, you can at least go to the party. There's going to be like free snacks there. If she's not happy the next day, then Jay will like bring her back yeah. himself. Like he, they won't force her to stay if she like gives it a fair shake. Which is cool. Yeah. She's like, deal. all right, I'll give it, I'll give it one more shot. Um, Carlos asks Jane to go to Cotillion finally. And she like does not get it because there's no chemistry. And she's like, yeah, we can go. He's like, no, as a date. Yeah, but their their excuse is like she's been forcing herself so hard to like pretend to just be friends. Like she only wants to be friends that like she's brainwashed herself into believing it or like I yeah. don't know. I don't buy no. it. None of us. It's know. not good chemistry. He doesn't. He doesn't. Even the good. mom, even her mom doesn't buy it later. Yeah. <laughs> but then she seems really? like happy surprise when she finally does get it. I was like, oh, at least she's not like hesitant yeah. anymore. It's time for Cotillion. Yeah, and Mal is like present, presented, I guess presented. She is now eligible to be knocked up and wed. And Ben is now Yay. eligible to do the knocking up and wedding. Yeah, except that he shows up with Uma. Uma. He's like, I wish there was more time to explain this. And then, so I thought maybe he was like in on it, and he knew that she was like casting a spell on him, but he did not. He got got. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he was like, I wish there was more time to explain this. And then Uma explains Let me explain. (laughs) (laughs) Allow me to explain. Uma is so very clearly still evil. She's like overly sweet and like condescending and stuff. So it's like, dude, this is clearly a spell. And Jane's like, unveil the present. Um, And Ben had commissioned this stained glass piece of Mal and Ben. But it shows who she really is on the inside, which is she likes wearing purple. purple. That's it. And has green, and eyes. green eyes. Yeah. But mostly the purple. Yeah. So Mal gets it and her feelings aren't hurt anymore. She's like, oh, he loves me. Better kiss him. Because true love's kiss heals all, breaks all bad stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Something. They are in a Disney movie, like an actual, uh, like DCOM is a Disney movie, but also they are the children of Disney characters. Movies. Yeah. Like true love's kiss, of all the weird subplots like true love's kiss actually makes sense in this yeah particular sub- i am it's the ibuprofen of disney world it's yeah, the ginger ale exactly. of disney world um but then uma loses her shit and like jumps overboard and becomes a sea monster this uh, is the part they all stand very calmly on the boat and they're all like near the railing and this bitch is going like crazy with her like tentacles and stuff like flopping and then she just like keeps i think they reuse the same like piece of film twice because it like yeah loops. when she swipes her yeah. arm and like none of them, they all like go, oh no, and then rush back up to the front. I'm like, man, if this is happening, I'm out of there so fast. There's no way I'm gonna like keep standing on this weird island boat part. Yeah. Also, why this, didn't like, she just like knock the boat over or whatever? Or was it part of the castle? I was very confused about that. I think it was like a what's it called? Pier. Or like the boats. Yeah, a pier. It was very silly. The graphics were terrible. Uh, Mal becomes a dragon and her graphics were also terrible. And then Ben jumps in the water and he's caught between the two of them and he's very tiny. Yeah, but then it makes the dragon look super small. Yes, it's That's, so- That was my biggest qualm was like, if they hadn't done that, like the dragon sea monster would have been like semi-okay. But then they added it, like you can't add real people in. Yeah, yeah. it was not, it was it was not well done. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. But then Mal turns back into a human, which I thought that was pretty sick that she can just like turn into a dragon. It looked like she had just sneezed. <laughs> just like sneezed and all this purple smoke came out and then made her a dragon. <laughs> there wasn't really any resolution with Uma. She just kind of like gives... Ben his ring back and then goes home and then Mal becomes human again uh, and then they have a song and the movie ends. And they dance in some water. 
I feel like Uma was just an excuse to get some water on the deck so that they could do fancy water dancing. I feel like they really like reverse engineer. It's like Kenny Ortega shows up and they turn movies that weren't musicals into musicals for him. And so then he they have this like whole movie written out and then he's like, okay, so when are we going to have the water dance? And they're like, <laughs> um, water dance? Water dance. We'll work on it, sir. And then like an hour later, they have it sort of out. And that's exactly why the graphics are so bad. They're like, fuck, we needed to. Yeah. We need to knock out a dragon real quick. That's it. Well, oh, there's the after credits because then oh, Uma's like, oh, you thought I was. That was the whole story, which is what Mal says in the first one. Yeah. Which means I guess there's going to be a Descendants 3. It came out August of this year. I think that's like the closest. It is because it's the last decom. It's like the closest to now and then. Like that came out like two months ago. Yeah. yeah. Also, Bull Zombies 2 is coming out soon. That's next year. Like next Oh, next August. year. Oh, okay. I looked into okay. that because I was like, are we in the clear for at least like a few months? <laughs> Any hoozle. So that's the movie. Uh, did you guys learn anything? Fun facts? Um, I learned that there's some really, it was kind of like a Black Panther situation where they're like, hey, you have all this technology and this good. You should be helping other people outside of Wakanda with this. And they're like, no, I think we're good. I can solve this on my own. And it's kind of similar to how Ben was like, yeah, I know we have like a literal wealth, like we're super rich and loaded and have everything. Let's just like pick five of them though. And we can like really like make a wish for them kids, but the rest are just kind of screwed. I don't know if that's a lesson. I learned that you should invest in infrastructure. I mean, (laughs) on a similar line, I learned that prison reform is super necessary because that island started as a prison for the villains. I learned that if you have colored hair, you're evil. That's kind of a fucked up message to send. Yeah, because I but... want to dye my hair. I'll be the bad boy of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that you don't have to have any consequences for your actions or even really feel bad for them as long as like you're you're kind of good on the inside, maybe. Sick. Okay, I have Goofus. two truths and a goof. This is the second most decom of all time. Second only to High School Musical 2. Second most. The second most decom? <laughs> yeah, it is very second decom. Most second most watched <laughs> This decom. is the decomest decom. <laughs> I'm going to start over. This is the second most watched decom of all time. Second only to High School Musical 2. Did I do that? Most watched decom. <laughs> you can't edit any of the other shit out though, please. <laughs> do you guys get the gist of it, please? We got you. Okay, number two. Okay. This premiered on Disney Channel, ABC, Freeform, and the Hallmark Channel simultaneously. Number three, this is the eighth DCOM to become a franchise. What were the first seven? I don't fucking know. (laughs) So that one's a lie. (laughs) I I don't even know what franchise means. I want to go with number three. Yeah. I don't trust numbers anymore, but also <laughs> I like, I feel like you added one network in the second. What were the, what were the networks? Hallmark? It is Disney Channel, ABC, Freeform, and Hallmark Channel. I'm going to say that one's a lie. I don't think Hallmark got it. Antonia is correct. It was Lifetime, which is what? so weird. That's so weird. <laughs> and it is so what, first... were the, what were the first seven? <laughs> I don't know what a franchise means. I didn't look it up. It just said the eighth one. I'm like, sure, IMDb. I believe like you. Oh, I think they and... mean like the sequels. Yeah. Probably. Guys, I think the most important question here is what do we rate this? Um, okay, so again, great costuming, good choreography. The songs were a little bit long. Overall, I enjoyed it. Eight out of ten. I am agree, Angie. <laughs> I don't think... 
I don't think I liked it as much as the first one, but I don't remember what I rated the first yeah. one. Um, it, it did drag a little bit. It just felt like the whole movie felt just a little too long, and there were just parts that made no sense. But the music and choreography and costuming and colors are all really good. So seven out of ten. I don't know what the, I gave the yeah, first one. Yeah, like I don't know, eight seems high. Seven. Final answer. I want to give it a ten. Really? <laughs> Is it because it's the most decom. <laughs> the second most decom, so it's got to get a nine. I don't know <laughs> if I'm just like broken anymore, or I don't think it's, I don't think it's so much broken as like. I, I know what decoms are now and like I finally established like I know what to go into these expecting. Okay, but consider the last decom that I know that you rated as a 10 was Teen Beach. So does this uh she rated Invisible Sister a 10. Yeah, there's the what? There's a... <laughs> I I think it's literally like I think I've at this point, like they've just I just have realistic expectations. Like I know what to expect. So I go into it and it gives me everything that I've everything that I would like expect them to have. That's all we have to do. Okay. Uh, We have to go because we're about to go to the island and technology doesn't work there. Email us. <laughs> Email us from Aradon. Okay. I'm, I want to go to bed. Okay. Um, Lori. I thought we did, did it. Did we? We didn't give them do it again. any of our an tags. Idea. Do it now. Lori, before you get sent back to the Isle of Villains, because that's clearly where you belong. What are you going to do with your internet access? I'm going to go online and inflate every IMDb rating of every DCOM to attend. <laughs> Sammy, what, what are I you going to do? <laughs> I am going to email pictures of moths to podcastgatherer.com. This is the worst. <laughs> You're going to go to <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate us so that we can continue doing this because, you know, we're really losing motivation here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't like your bangs right now. <laughs>